It's episode 104 of the Ottawa What Podcast. I'm Amon Bashir. With me is Rob Atrell and Keegan On. And our guest uh, of the day, of the week, I guess, of the two weeks, is Allison Sheepway. Of the bye Sheep- week. Of the bye week. Yeah. Is Allison Sheepway. How you doing? I'm great. Thanks for having me on. No problem. So Allison is a friend of the show. Uh, and uh, we're excited to talk to you about... Acquaintance. Acquaintance of the show. Um, mm, you know what? I That's think the first time we were shut down. We've been, we've been downgraded down, immediately. <laughs> this is you know what? Start. <laughs> so now we're just going to get you to say auto what? We'll end the podcast. Our <laughs> <laughs> shortest episode ever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Allison, uh, despite that, best uh, friend of the show. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> See now I'm confused. Uh, she we was have nagging some. Us. Yeah. What's that? She was <laughs> nagging us. Nagging us? Yeah. You've never uh, heard of negging? What? Oh, wow. I don't know what that is. Uh, he's playing dumb. Eric tried to do it last night. It was terrible. <gasps> You're negging you yourself now. Uh, what do you say? I, I legit don't uh, know what that means. <laughs> well, wait, is this going to be funny or is this going <laughs> to be No, he's just like, nice shoes, dummy. Oh. Like, that's not about himself? Like, or about you? <laughs> no, okay. I'm going to try that next time anyway. at a bar. Yeah. It's my new line. <laughs> that's so, not um, what it I'm is. sorry. It's called negging? So yes. you like compliment a woman, but like a little bit insult her. Yeah, you like, be like oh, I like in. your hair. My mom has the same haircut, hmm. and oh. then she's like, oh. I thought it was oh, just being mean. No, I didn't know like, there was like it's a like positive. subtle. Yeah, like, that's why nice shoes, dummy, is really a funny subtle mean that's compliment. Not it at all. Yeah, no, <laughs> that misses the point. <laughs> and it's supposed to make girls want you more, I guess, it's or seek your like, approval. Yeah. Mm. No, it like brings their self esteem down. Oh, yeah. you this can, is taking a turn. A that I, all kinds of bro science theories about the psychology of it. So this is probably we're going to talk about this and more in a bit. It's probably a good time to jump to what we're drinking. Yeah, we're we're going to have some social lubricant. We have this. This beer from I I don't even know where it's from. It's it Oakville. literally just says Oakville. Oakville. Oak, well, I, okay, oh. Oakville is where it's from. It's called Crazy Beard. <laughs> it's uh, I'm more at the brewery where it's from because oh. it, it's a it's a craft beer, so it might just be this one beer that they make. But oh. it's it's called Crazy Beard, and it is an ale that's got apple. Uh, it's wild apple ale. So uh, why don't you guys try it out? And King, what do you think? You know, I like a lot of sweet things. <laughs> I do not like this. Okay. <laughs> wow. Why? Because it ha- it lacks uh, substance. Like it tastes kind of watery. You know, when you drink like a Strongbow or something, you kind of taste it. It's, it feels like a full flavor. Mm-hmm. This tastes like uh, it's kind of watery. It doesn't linger on your tongue. See, that's that's interesting. I, mm-hmm. I share your view because uh, often we have beers on here where we we talk about how it's it, it might taste like juice and mm. it's easy to go down that's fine but you're right there's still that substance it still feels like yeah. you're drinking something rather than actual just apple right. juice like sometimes is there alcohol this juice? tastes like alcoholic it's apple multi. juice yeah. that's 5. what i was gonna 2. say it's 5.2 mm. yeah but with a good beer you can almost chew on it you know or like yeah, yeah. you can it lingers but this one has no no presence okay. All right. What do you think, Ali? I apologize for my selection. <laughs> no, it's, uh, it seems to be going over very it's well. Interesting. No, no, I'll take the apology. Uh, <laughs> so what do you think? I I don't mind it. You, I'm you, not any type of... I don't like beer. Right. So um, to me, it just is a boozy apple juice, and I don't mm-hmm. mind that. Well, I don't look yeah. for full I shouldn't have gone so hard. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> when one week, I say something real. When it's fermented, <laughs> like when you ferment apple juice to a cider, you typically end up with like a sweeter taste but when i guess when you do it to it, with an ale type beer you end up kind of like it still has the apple flavor but it doesn't have any like a lot of the sweetness you expect you have the tartness of the apple and you have the flavor of the apple but it's not really sweet at all and that's really it almost feels kind of like flat to me sweet. it's not it's not like uh, not sweet at all but it's a lot less sweet than apple juice would be like that's what it's missing and it's got that kind of alcohol so that slightly light-headed I haven't eaten in a while. That slightly <laughs> lightheaded feeling that you get when you have beer. <laughs> good good for you. Yeah. I'm going to be having fun the rest of the episode. Okay. Or he's going to pass I'm out. Yeah. So we'll be or drinking. Uh, we'll, sleeping. Yep. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll be drinking that throughout the episode. Uh, well, Austin and maybe Keegan. Maybe. I don't know if he finishes. He's already this, recorded his way through. This has, <laughs> it's got no hop. So, of course, Keegan loves it. Yeah, I do like apple. Oh. That's all right. Uh, so... Allie. I'm just going to call yeah, you Allie from now on. Please uh, do. Allie, tell us a bit about yourself. We'd like to start off with sort of the backstory. So where did you grow up? How did you get to where you are? Okay. Uh, I am from the bustling metropolis of Aurelia, Ontario. Okay. Uh, Gordon Lightfoot is our claim to fame. And also Stephen Leacock summered there. 
Oh, so, oh right. well then. You know, are there signs? Much... Are there signs at the perimeter of the town to? Uh, like Sault Ste. Marie is like home of Roberta Bondar. I don't think uh, we have a home of no. Okay. We have like the Leacock Museum. Okay, um, is there? And then his, I guess, one of his more famous books, Sunshine Sunshine Sketches of Our Town, uh, was called the town is called Mariposa, and so everything on the main street in Aurelia is called like Mariposa Market and like oh, Mariposa ah, blah 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 because okay. we're just trying to be cool. <laughs> so this um, is after that book. Yes. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, mostly <laughs> cock. <laughs> um, and then uh, I went to school in Waterloo. I um, took environmental studies at University of Waterloo and uh, moved to Ottawa for a job. Um, so I took environmental studies and then I graduated at a time when the government didn't believe in climate change. So mm-hmm. that went very well. Um, but I did get a job. Um, so I worked in, for, in that field, uh, in that field. So I worked for uh, world world wildlife fund for uh, about a year and a half. Um, and then from there went back to school and took a fundraising program. Um, so I was thinking about going into event management and, uh, my mom was like, she worked at Georgian college at the time and she's like, Hey, Georgian has this fundraising program and like, there's an event management component and you'll get half off tuition. Cause I right. work here. Yeah. Uh, and so neither of those things were true. Um, <laughs> wait, which two things, but neither of them. So like there wasn't really event management component oh, okay. and I paid full tuition cause apparently I'm too old and independent, uh. which I disagree. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, but, uh, I stuck with fundraising. Um, so I did that program and then for a few years I, uh, I worked for my friend's small business, just helping him grow a little bit. And now I'm back in fundraising and I work for a registered charity called the Ottawa Network for Education. So that brings us to cool. today. When, cool. when you worked for uh, World Wildlife Fund, would you ever tell people you worked for WWF? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> and did they ever confuse you with, act- well, what was WWF? What didn't wrestling? help was like I would talk about chair slams a lot and then they'd be like <laughs> really yep. sort of thrown off. Now, how did you tie that in? <laughs> Just like I'm working on my, yeah. you know, Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Office politics. We're talking about. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 So. Okay, that's cool. Uh, so you've, you you also mentioned you left the fundraising game for a little bit. I did. Uh, was there a reason why, or was it really um, just to help your friend, or is it just just like just sort of at the, no, just at the time um, that I had graduated my program, um, there wasn't a lot available. I I it tends to go in cycles of like there's tons of jobs posted and there's no jobs posted, and um, so at the time that I was looking, I'd been looking for not a long time compared to other people, but it was a few mm-hmm. months, and I was working at a gym for just to pay the bills. And I was like, I need to pay some more bills. Um, so I just took a job that was, you know, better hours and more full time and yeah. that kind no of worries. thing. So, yeah. Okay. Do you, so now that our current government believes in climate change, do you have any thoughts of going back or do you think you've been out too long? Um, I a little bit feel like I've been out too long. Like I graduated, uh, eight years ago yeah. and I haven't like, besides recycling at our house, I haven't been like super involved <laughs> in like yelling That's at Eric when like things go in the green bin that shouldn't. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say no, but right. I'm not actively yeah, tough, looking yeah. to, to get back into yeah. that. Would you say you enjoy fundraising? Is that, is that like your... I do. Um, I don't, I don't know yet if it's my forever job, but yeah. I really like what I'm doing and where I work and, um, it's all about building relationships with people right. and, and that kind of thing. So, um, I really enjoy that, that aspect of it. Yeah. Um, I was on a fundraising committee once mm. and I, I found it very frustrating having to, uh, well, we did a lot of cold calling anyways and I just, oh. it, you get a lot of no's. Yeah. And I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe it's, it was just <laughs> ours, but like what, uh, what's that process like? Um, I mean, it depends on what you're going after and who mm. you're who you're looking at um if you know you always look for an inside connection first so like board yeah. members or volunteers or anything like that so we're um we have a lot of community support in terms of our volunteers um and our board members are really well connected so we always look for that in first and then the mm. warm introduction is uh, uh is always best and then it's because we have so many different programs, it's less a matter of wording this program will you fund it, but like what kind of things do you want to fund? And then we look right. at where we can fit them mm-hmm. fit them in. So it's always about donor first. Very cool. Yeah. Not bad. 
Um, with that, I know we have a few segments today, so do we want to jump to a segment and we'll get back to a bit more Valley? Sure. sure. Uh, let's start with Classic Ottawa. Classic Ottawa, backed by popular demand. I mean, it was it was here last time we did this. <laughs> every, oh, was Almost it? every yep. time. All right. Well, fine. Uh, this is our news segment where we talk about the news, what's going on. We keep our listeners informed. The Ottawa cycling community is upset with plans for a new Booth Street Bridge, which puts bikers in heavy traffic traffic, or forces them onto the sidewalk. City officials maintain that the new proposal is an improvement on their first draft, which saw the bike lanes covered in spike strips. <laughs> <laughs> you, have a, you have another take on that, eh? I do. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Ali, I want one, you to rate one or, one or like, which one was better? Oh dear. Yeah, in case that doing. one wasn't extreme enough for you. <laughs> the Ottawa cycling community is upset with plans for the new Booth Street Bridge, which puts bikers in heavy traffic or forces them onto the sidewalk. City officials maintain that they are committed to biker safety and will, re- and will revise the bridge's design after enough bikers have died on it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so which one I do you like more? Yeah, variety. <laughs> Option C, please. You didn't like either of them. <laughs> Variety of the sp- is the spice of life. Yeah. That's what they say. Canada Post has issued a 72-hour lockout notice to its employees after negotiations fell through yesterday. While some are concerned that they will be barred from going into work this Friday, many are looking forward to another three-day weekend. Oh, Ooh, that's good. nice. Good for them. <laughs> um, you get stuff in the mail, Allie. Are you concerned about lock- uh, Canada Post lockout? Uh, not super concerned. Yeah. No, we mostly get a lot of flyers. Most mm-hmm. of our bills mm-hmm. are online. Oh, okay. Um, it doesn't affect you. So it's, it would be more like a work affecting oh, work a little yeah. bit, but right. even then. Do you guys get a lot of mail at work? I like, I'm trying to, cause I, I, don't, I, know a lot I don't get any mail at work. Yeah. I, I get mail. We, we mainly mail a lot of things out too, though. Mm-hmm. So do you have a plan B? Uh, email careers. yeah oh, <laughs> that's not email uh no no government's Government. really picky when it comes to like protected information <laughs> yeah uh and finally an ottawa man is being charged with mischief <laughs> after he allegedly reported himself being kidnapped and driven to north bay ottawa police took the case seriously though as no one would be willing to go to north bay ah uh. so did uh, the police? <laughs> did the police have to go to North Bay to pick him no, up? No, I think they called the North Bay equivalent of police. <laughs> Maybe North, North, Bay, North Bay Police OBD, Service. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, okay. And they found the. Uh, I was reading the article. They they triangulated the guy's um, cell phone Ooh, that he used to call. So fancy. And they narrowed it down to a street in North Bay, and then they called North wow. Bay Police. How did they keep him on the phone for so long? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they found him. And also, I was telling you guys off air that there's a work component to this. Like the part of the reason that the police knew is because his work called in and reported him missing, which I don't think. My work would do if I just didn't show up one Your day. Supply teacher, they I would not. Yeah. Oh, one day. Yeah, but if you didn't show up for work, do you think the, they would call the police? You know, it's it's really interesting. Uh, you, I've I've seen that where a lot of people. I mean, like for us, where it's just like, all right, some people can just be sick or whatever, and like that's why you're supposed to collect emergency informa- contact information. But I've definitely spoken to to some people who are like, oh, my employee didn't show up. I'm going to call the police. I'm like, no, 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 hold Ooh. hold on, and then like. <laughs> They and then like the person call them first. Like yeah. <laughs> did they so call like, the police right away, or like did they call his family? And his family was like, "Uh oh, um, we told us he went uh, to work." It just said that they they got a report from his work saying that he didn't show up to work, huh. or they filed a missing persons report. Wow. I'm gonna try that tomorrow. Don't. Well, I mean, not. now that you've done this, and we work for the same place, and I yeah. You're not going to tell anyone. I will tell you. Well, you know what? Me. I might like, I might see how this plays out. I'm going to book a flight to North Bay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has to be North Bay. Yeah. Last thing, classic o- last thing in classic Ottawa, any oh, yeah. uh, theories on uh, why the guy kidnapped himself? Just mm. didn't want to go to work. Didn't want to go to work. That's what I thought too. What, what day was this? What? Oh, I don't know. Mm. Could party, be any time. Too I was going to say four day weekend. Mm. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Maybe. It's it's worth it to get that one extra day. You're out of vacation days. You just go to North Bay. And we all know what, how bad traffic is on long weekends. <laughs> yeah. True. You get a day ahead. Whew, you're laughing. Yep. That's true. So, wait, but a, a day ahead? We're about, well, he le- he or left. After. Yeah. If you leave on a Thursday or oh. a Thursday morning. So your theory is he's going to come back. Like he was going to come back of his own volition, but the police picked him up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Nobody's gonna should, stay in North Bay. Have him as your next guest. Yeah, I will. Let's yeah, do exactly. it. Investigative yeah. journalism. 
<laughs> but that was right. the news uh, this week in Ottawa. All right. Um, <laughs> we also had, I guess, the NCC uh, yes. thing, but I guess we could just talk about it. Eh? Sure. Yeah. I can't think of anything funny to say about it, apparently. <laughs> I think it's just because it was it's funny in its own. <laughs> kind of no... insane in itself. Yeah. Well, Keegan, what, what's the story? What, what happened? Uh, the, uh, there were these two girls who... They were like six and nine. Five and seven. Five Whatever. and seven. Close enough. Their father built a very nice looking lemonade stand. They brought it to the canal, which is now the who owns that piece of land is in debate. Might be the NCC, might be City of Ottawa. Uh, and they were selling lemonade. And then someone called the bylaw on them or called NCC on them. A concerned it. citizen. Yeah. Yeah. And they were raising money. I think it was very clear they were raising money because they wanted to go to camp. Yeah. yeah. I think it was just like, yeah, anyway, one of those things. And then what happened? A camp that their lawyer father could pay for, apparently. <laughs> lawyer father? Yeah. Um, oh. this, is, this is one of those stories that the more you probe into He's one it, of those pro like, bono yeah. lawyers, though. Mm, yeah. Interesting. Uh, but then, so the NCC made them take it down because they don't have a, a vendor's permit or anything. Hmm. And uh, everyone got really mad. Mm-hmm. And then they formally apologized. And, and then gave they them a permit. Apologized. And then they, yeah. they gave them a permit worth $1,520. Wow. Yeah. You so, know what I would do true. if I was them? Who? I would sell that permit on oh. the black market. Can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine that's how the story ends? <laughs> <laughs> then they get to go to camp. It's a happy yes. ending. That's way more money than they'd ever make with the lemonade stand. That's true. <laughs> Until they turn 18 at least. <laughs> I guess. What's, uh, well, what's, what's your take on this, Alec? Thoughts? I don't know. Like, as you were saying, the more you probe into it, the more it's like, well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> so, good insight. Deep, yeah, deep thought. I'll great. just say out of what and leave. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, what if they were 15 and 17? Right. Mm-hmm. Like, at what point is it like, oh, okay, they're little girls. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But it's like their father obviously had a part in it. And then it's like, where's the age cutoff? I heard it and I was like, that's ridiculous. And I didn't agree with it. Yeah. Um, but I see the other side. Like they're mm-hmm. just, they got to enforce the rules because otherwise, you know, what about the 12 year old selling their girl get cookies or like whatever. Right. And then mm-hmm. it just, it can get out of hand. So you got to enforce the rules. But mm-hmm. the headline is obviously yeah. ridiculous. Pretty snappy. Yeah. 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 It makes for a good story. Yeah, for sure. What's your take, Rob? An easy target for satire. <laughs> an easy target for very good satire. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we put out an article today. They got some. A lot of attention and got yeah, about fifteen hundred. A lot hits. of yeah. negative attention and some some love, <laughs> <laughs> mainly attention. <laughs> yeah, the that's best right. kind. No, that's good. It, it overall the story. I like. I I get. I see both sides, like you were saying, but I really think that they just could have handled it more tactfully. Yeah, right. Like the that, woman. Yes. First of all, like you don't have to report them to the NCC. And then once the NCC comes, they could. I don't know how it went down, but they. I feel like they could have been more polite yeah. than. And how they handled it, especially well, that, what that is the canal's whole policy is like if you see something, say something. <laughs> oh, God. High, I think high risk else. area. Uh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> so with that, but uh, yeah, really, I mean, it's the biker who reported. Yeah, like yeah. you didn't have to yeah, do bikers. that. Bikers. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's true. It's well. Maybe that person tried to set up a lemonade stand at some point. Mm. That's what I'm or, thinking. Uh-huh. Were they in a bike lane? Uh, maybe that's what this was Mm. there's all Mm. kinds of things flying around now accusations lawyer dads we'll we'll have to send our detectives out there yes auto detectives we're gonna go undercover with a lemonade stand as keegan and i'll go as little girls (laughs) that's terrifying i believe it yeah i like how that's a strike against them that their dad was a lawyer yeah yeah, it's true (laughs) he's like he's like a public defender he works for free (laughs) oh god still a lawyer uh so ali we spoke yeah. a bit about uh yeah just sort of how you got to your current fundraising gig but i don't think we talked a lot about what you're currently doing not really so do you want to walk us through what what exactly you do sort of today sure um so yeah i work for an organization called the ottawa network for education um we develop and deliver programs that basically enhance the education system. Um, and that covers sort of a broad range of things. So we run the Ottawa school breakfast program. 
um, which so a lot of people sort of know the programs and not necessarily the organization. So that's our largest one. Um, we have a volunteer program called Volunteers in Education. Uh, so classroom volunteers helping with literacy support, um, math help, just helping at-risk kids like stay on task and that kind of thing. Um, Junior Achievement, which is uh, a worldwide organization um, that's focused on work readiness, entrepreneurship, uh, and financial literacy. Um, and then a we're just sort of wrapping up and it's morphing into something else, but a technology program um, that was working on improving digital literacy. So the main element of that program was uh, we would pair grade 10 computer science kids with grade 3, like designers or whatever hmm. um and so the little kids would like come up with ideas for apps and then the grade 10s would code it mm. Whoa. which was really cool like the grade three kids would like do the artwork and huh. stuff and then the, the grade 10s could like bring it to life cool. you guys came up with that uh, let's from say or? yes i'm not sure <laughs> i'm not sure exactly the history of it i know waterloo sort of had a similar program but i don't know if they took from us or we took from them okay um so, but uh but yeah, it was really cool. And then they, at the end of the year, there's competition. Um, so it's kids in that program and then also kids just that made their own apps. And I was like blown away because wow. I'm mm. a computer dummy. And yeah. I don't know anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. Interesting. Oh, yeah. so, so this is the Ottawa Network for Education. Correct. Uh, does that exist in most cities, many cities? Um, Do you know? I th- not really as we are. Um like the the school breakfast program uh, runs in different cities, obviously. Yeah. Um, so it's a provincial program, the student nutrition program, and so different. Um, and if you look at who runs it in other cities, it's really like a broad spectrum. Like there's public health, there's like they're their own organization. Mm. Um, there's a lot of different ones. And then junior achievement in most other places um, is its own uh, its own entity. Um, volunteers would be maybe just run through the school boards. Like, so not really exactly as we are and like cover such a, a broad range of programs that we do. Okay. That we know of. So you or, or that organization, your organization, it runs the programs and does the fundraising. Yes. Interesting. So we have, hmm. um, program people and then a fundraising team. So okay. I'm one of three on the fundraising and marketing team. Okay. Um, so, uh, because of the school breakfast program, a big chunk of our money comes from the provincial government, but yeah. we're expected to do community fundraising, mm-hmm. um, and things like that as well. So I'm personally responsible for a lot of, um, our grant writing. So to private foundations, public foundations, uh, corporations, that kind of thing, um, Third-party events, so just groups in Ottawa that are like, hey, we're having a golf tournament. We want to give the money to to your organization. Can you help us out with what we need to do? Um, so I help with that. And then in terms of marketing, uh, I do our social media and like newsletters and stuff like that as well. So Where, where would you say the majority of your funding comes from? Um, can, can as say? like broadly, I would say organizations, but whether that's like sponsorship or um, foundations or... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, corporate stuff, it's, it's tricky to say. Are exactly. you able to name some of the organizations, like local organizations that you've partnered with? If you're not able to, that's okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're, most of them are on our website. Um, so like it's, it's really the funder, um, they choose a program that they like. So for example, RBC, yeah. um, is a big funder of JA. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. so junior achievement. Yep. Um, Ikea has been a really strong supporter of the breakfast program for many years. Ikea. Ikea. Awesome. Yeah. Donating breakfast. meatballs. Uh, you gotta, you gotta slow down I have meatballs for breakfast. Oh, I love them. All right, oh. Settle down. <laughs> I mean, they probably have real breakfast too, so. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Hot 89 as well for the school breakfast program and like egg farmers. Interesting. Um, things like that. So okay. TD was a big supporter of volunteers. Nice. So yeah, it really just depends on the program. But okay. uh, And then a lot of smaller organizations that you know, we wouldn't even necessarily know about. Like I had uh, a group of guys that are like, we run a golf tournament every year. Can you come out? And I was like, sure. And I had no idea. And they cut us a check for like $4,000. Oh, wow. I was Not like, bad. oh my goodness. That's great. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it was great. And what about some of the fundraising activities you put on? What, what are some examples? Um, so for me, it's largely just writing. We don't do a lot of events. Um, events tend to be pretty labor intensive. Um, and it is just, it costs a lot to put them on. So we had a big gala, uh, last October for the school breakfast program. Um, 
and that was very successful. Um, but it's, again, it's just, it's a ton of work. Um, and then we have a a signature event every year called edge gala, which is less of, it is a fundraising event, but it's more of a recognition event, um, for teachers and all of the school boards and the, uh, education, the post-secondary institutions as well. So we do that as well. So if people want to sort of support the cause, yes. How do they do it? Well, you could go to our website, <laughs> which is uh, going to be redone. So don't let that, you know, throw you off. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, but it's, uh, so we're Ottawa Network for Education. So it's O-N-F-E dash R-O-P-E uh, dot C-A. So it's rope, which is in French. Yeah. Cool. And we have a donate now button and you can, you know support us and you can uh choose to support a specific program if you want um or just our all of our work in general oh that's a neat way to do it yeah interesting mm-hmm. okay because cool. the programs are very different well, no, so of course, you yeah. know you, it's but, a really different crowd depending on but you often see you know just the umbrella and yeah. then they they allocate based on what they feel is needed yeah. but interesting i like that a lot yeah cool does the majority of like the the work that you guys do does the majority of the help, I guess, come from individual people, or is it more like RBC or IKEA? Um, right now, it's more organizations. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be um, that each program sort of fundraised for their own right um, program, and we've just sort of centralized it. So as we're doing that, we're looking to increase more like individual donors. Right. Um, but as it stands right now, it's it's mostly uh, larger organizations. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Keegan, you have a game? I do. I was, I was hoping we would come to it organically, but didn't really uh, uh, present it uh, an opportunity. Allison was saying she's a fan of Friends. She likes watching Friends. Mm-hmm. I don't watch Friends, but I know that people like it. And so I thought we'd do Friends <laughs> trivia, like uh, Friends quotes. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Do you guys watch Friends? Yeah. Rob watches Friends. I'm on. I have. You have <laughs> seen it? Yeah. Okay. So good. I'm excited. I, I, I'm probably the least qualified to play. Are you playing? No, no, no. I'm, oh. no. I'm probably going to answer in the form of a question. Just Okay. So I'm a big Jeopardy fan as well. Oh, yes. Oh, and you are. Uh, I know this about you. This will be nothing like Jeopardy because it, <laughs> it's just You'd quotes. think that, but I'm okay. still going to answer what is Monica. So. Uh, Allison, of course. Maybe who is Monica? Ah. Technically, yes. Unless we're talking about the name. You'll be playing for Team Guest, of course. And we have Team Ottawa, represented by Rob and Amon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll say a quote. You have to tell me the character name or the actor, actress name. So it's an either or situation. You don't have to say, you don't have to say both or like one. Yeah, or the just other. one. Actually, probably character is the easiest. Okay. Or because everyone knows the names, I guess. Yeah. Allison, would you like to go first or second? I will go second. Okay. Rob and Amon, your question is, your quote is, Oh, shoot, I lost it. <laughs> Guys can fake it. Unbelievable. That's the one thing that's ours. Who said that on Friends? That's the one thing that's ours? What friends, it's a lady. What Friends quote is that? Guys can fake it. Unbelievable. That's one thing that's ours. I think they're talking about something unsavory. Um, I don't oh, know. I, I can picture them all saying it, to be honest. Yeah, it depends on the context. I'm between I, Phoebe and Monica. Yeah, I, I would tend toward Monica. Let's go Monica. That is correct. Team oh, Ottawa going strong. Allison nodding her head knowingly. All right. right. Do we get bonus points if we say the context? Sure, yeah. What? You get a point five for the context. Do you have the context? Can I steal it? it? Yeah. yeah. Um, it's when Monica and Chandler were trying to make a baby and he, you know, they did their baby making thing and then he told her that he faked it and she was like, guys can fake it because he wasn't ready because he was changing jobs. Right. So here's the problem with the half point <laughs> wow. is that Keegan has no way to know <laughs> right or wrong. But if I say it confidently, Very you nice. got to yes, believe yes. me. So. Oh, I can say things confidently. I'll do that next time. Ah, oh, I blew my game. I thought it loud. Okay, Allison, your question. We were on a break. <laughs> oh Ross. God. Ross, excellent job. 1.5 to 1. All right. Team Ottawa, you're still trailing. Can we steal the context there? No. Damn. No more time for that. We're <laughs> not going to do that anymore. No. I said what is. I was going to say what is always. But <laughs> Here's the next friend's quote. Team Ottawa. Walking with a friend in the dark is better than walking alone in the light. <laughs> Sounds like. Who said that? Was it Ross or Gunther? <laughs> oh uh, I, 
I don't think it's Ross. Okay. I don't have a strong... The guy creeps me out. All I'm right. just kidding. It's, he, it's probably most like him. Right. But that might be why. I want to say... I want to say Chandler or Rachel. But wow. I don't actually know. I, don't, I have no idea. I don't know what the context would be. You, you know more than I do. So Chandler or Rachel, take a pick. I'm going to say Rachel. I'm sorry. That was a quote from Helen Keller. <laughs> oh. Wait, what? <laughs> quote on friendship from Helen Keller. Sorry, guys. Quote on friendship. <laughs> okay. Okay, oh. Allison, your turn. <laughs> See, it's got to find a singular quote here. This How did you not like, know that was yeah. coming? <laughs> All right, here. Uh, I wouldn't have known who it was, even if I was guessing not a friend. Okay, Allison, your quote is, and this is in brackets, after smelling potpourri. Wow, this is like summer in a bowl. Joey. That is Joey. Tribbiani, very nice. We've we've he advanced. Said it, he said it kind of like Chandler. we've advanced to giving the context in the question. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the, the rules are very very loose. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can tell. All right, guys, who oh, said God. this friend's quote? Oh God, <laughs> the language of friendship is not words but meanings. <laughs> we'll turn to producer Zach. Do you know? Do you, you, know you have a guess? Zach, maybe Zach, Zach did you say that? He's shrugging. He has no idea. <laughs> <Not> once, <I> <laughs> Um, the language of friendship is not words but meanings. Like, is it like Gandhi or something, or like, maybe, but Malcolm X? Or it, it might be, King? but like, it might not. It, it might just be an actor. It might just be like it could it very easily Keegan. could be. It could be Keegan himself. I dare you? <laughs> it could be Morgan Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to guess Morgan Freeman? I'm yeah. fine with that. Morgan Freeman. All right, pretty close. I'm sorry, that was Henry David Thoreau. <laughs> That is really close. All right. That's pretty yep. close. I think you played uh, that guy All right, in a Allison, movie once. Great. Last quote for you. I can handle this. Handle is my middle name. Actually, handle is the middle name <laughs> of my first name. Is the middle of my first name. Chandler? That was Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently speaking gibberish. I, I cannot even guess the context from that. Uh, final kick, guys, for the steal. <laughs> Not for this deal. No. For some redemption. <laughs> Didn't I go second? Eh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, we'll you're you're going to win. <laughs> Friends, they cherish one another's hopes. They are kind to one another's dreams. That's really nice. Yeah. Is that it? Yep. That's the okay. quote. Who said that? I think that was Friends. Jesus. Do you want to? Uh, I, I go for it. I, sure. I mean, it's the, it's the end. We had Henry David Thoreau. I think I think we can only go one higher. All right. I think I was in the Bible, right? We're, we're going with Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. So close. The guys, the answer was Henry David Thoreau again. <laughs> <laughs> the friendliest guy. <laughs> and that is how we play Friends Quotes. You know what? I was surprisingly close on that. <laughs> you know what? I I make fun of, like, I, I hate a lot of your games. You did all right this time. All right. <laughs> you did all right this yeah. time. Uh, <laughs> that was the best bad game he could have come up with. God. I don't know why we hang out with this guy. Uh, <laughs> Allison, do you want uh, to bring it back down? Do you want to talk a bit about um, uh, transparency in uh, oh charitable organizations? I know Whoa. it's uh, yeah. It's a uh, you know he really flips. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's fun, but I know it's very as Henry you know, David Thoreau once said. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> Is that part of your job, or it's not, not really? Um, well, I mean, it should be part of everyone's right. job who works for charity. I think yeah. uh, we're pretty upfront <laughs> with where our money comes from and what we do with it, and we have audited statements, and our funders mm-hmm. require that as well. So, yeah. um, I mean, people that give us money can see where it goes, and mm-hmm. you know, where I think we're pretty open book. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, actually, since you brought it up, kind Please. of. Yes. Um, one thing that's bugs a lot of people in the fundraising and charitable world is um the i can't think of the word focus i would say on like overhead and administration mm-hmm. um because yeah. someone i guess at some point came up with under 15 percent is right. where you want to be yeah. um and it just it really doesn't tell the whole story mm-hmm. so like we are i think ours is like 19 or something like that for while we were 11 and like the stance hasn't changed yeah. like when that changed um 
But I mean, people just sort of see that number and make conclusions based on that. Right. Um, and uh, Dan Palota has a really good TED talk uh, about it. And it's it's not about like how big a chunk of the pie is, but like how big is the pie? Like if you can spend right. 25% on fundraising, but you can raise like $30 million as opposed to an organization that spends, you know, 5% and can only raise $3 million, like it's not telling the whole story at all. Right. Um, so it's just it's something you got to think about. Like it, you know, you got to you got to put in some effort to. Huh. Yeah. To, he he was uh, he helped organize like the breast cancer three day walks and that kind of thing. And it was, mm-hmm. you know, marketing that was a big chunk of their budget. Um, but they raised like crazy amounts of money. Right. So it's more money going to the cause at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Who cares? You know, how, and you know, that said, you don't want it 75% overhead, obviously, right. but oh, yeah, the, yeah. the 15% is just, it's kind of arbitrary it and it doesn't really line. tell the whole story. Yeah, I got so, that. Dan Paloda. Kind of, like kind of related. Um, Paloda. I was talking to somebody who works for one of the, one of the cancer, cancer, sorry, uh, foundations. And, um, they were talking about how, um, uh, I guess it gets kind of like, I mean, it, this doesn't really relate to the 15%, but it just talks about just fundraising as a whole, but they were talking about the competitive nature between organizations. And one of the things that came up was Fort McMurray. So hmm. Fort McMurray, obviously, you know, a lot of, a lot of funding went that way and, and a lot of donations went that way. And we mm-hmm. saw that in the, the LCBO, we saw that everywhere. And obviously because there's, there was obviously the need, right? That that's a, that's a big thing. Yeah. But what, what was interesting is that this person's perspective was a little it, a little more along the lines of too much money was was thrown that way because when emergencies happen, maybe I I, I mean maybe some people give extra in that year to help support that area, mm-hmm. but. Maybe they don't. The person argued <laughs> that they probably just donate the same. They just shift where they're donating, and now Red Cross is getting a bunch of this stuff. Yeah. So apparently, like, like the cancer, the, I keep saying cancer, the, the cancer <laughs> oh. foundations, and there's uh, three or four main ones in, in Ontario, uh, they, they took a big hit, and now like they're shrinking mm. as a result of this, uh, uh, which, again, it, it happens, yeah. but it's just... It's, it's just it's another side of it that I had never realized, mm-hmm. but it makes sense. And and the argument with this person was was that the people that they happened to know that were were in Alberta, like they're all their insurance covered and and and, mm-hmm. and like they lost a lot of things that are irreplaceable and mm-hmm. what, what yeah, happened yeah. was terrible, obviously. But um in terms of finances, they had the money coming in that, you know, supplies certainly helped, but the fundraising didn't as much as you think it might, except for the people who are renting or the people who didn't have that type of coverage. Right. right. And it's just interesting to see like sort of the competitive nature between different charities in that if if one's getting more in a particular year, chances are the others are getting less, not the same amount. Yeah. yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's an interesting thing. But do you notice any type of like uh uh I I don't like using the word competition here, no, but do I know you see you competition between yourself and or your your organization and others? Um I mean, I think with a thing like that, it would be people that have really large individual giving programs like the cancer societies would see that for an organization that relies a lot on like sponsorship or organizations. Like it's not like they're sort of moving a lot of money over. They may run campaigns or whatever in their stores or something like that. Um, And I mean, the need is just so great in everything. Right. So it's and the money went to the red cross, which right. has other needs. So if yes, they were, had a surplus right, yeah. of it's money, still in the red cross. it's still going to the red cross. That's like right, you're, yeah. and, and I mean, it sucks for people that work in charities and see that happen. But I yeah. mean, I think it's cyclical, like the people that they'll probably, or they may come back next year. It's not like you've mm, just lost yeah. a monthly donor to the red cross. They just happen to give to yeah. this one thing because the need was great and they felt compelled to do so. So, That's um, and it's, you know, if people don't want to give you money, they don't have to give you money. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah it's interesting. It's, it's, there's also the interesting point that if people have ongoing donations or donation, like they, they get a call from whatever foundation and they make a donation every year or every time they get that call every year. There's also like with Red Cross, they have a phone number you can text and they'll donate money to mm-hmm. Red Cross. Yeah. I, I think those kind of help 
not necessarily like it's because it doesn't replace you don't really think about it you just yeah. think oh it's five bucks like it's oh, i'll yeah. get one less coffee this month and right. i'll donate yeah. so there's probably less i would think there's less overlap than maybe there used to be if if every time you had to donate money you had to like go to the bank yeah. or call and like give it i don't even know how you donated money before the internet like other than like <laughs> forms put, well exactly hollowed out dogs would have really like you'd write, that yeah, <laughs> you'd write a check and you'd put it in the mail yeah yeah but yeah, that's sure. it. So I think it's, we, there's a lot less friction now. So it's a little easier to kind of keep things that are ongoing, ongoing while you're yeah. doing kind of And with so many ways to give, you don't necessarily think about it too. Yeah. Like I would text five bucks to mm-hmm. whoever in an emergency and, you know, like checkout donations are really big too. Yeah. And I yeah, don't, yeah. I don't yeah. really think about that. Like I'm already spending a hundred dollars on groceries. Mm-hmm. Sure. I'll send five bucks. Yeah. Right. You know, right. whatever way I don't see that as now I need to reduce my donation that I usually give to this other organization because oh, right? I, I don't necessarily see it as. So the difference is the other organizations are no longer in the grocery stores. Yeah. Right. So that's where you might see it. But you're, you're right. You wouldn't consciously be like, uh, and I don't think I would either to be like, oh, if, if, there's a, if, if there's a charity that I'm regularly supporting, I don't think I would stop doing that in order to support sort right. of this. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but even, even Government of Canada. Yeah. So we have this big initiative, the, the Government of Canada Charitable Workplace Campaign, GCWCC. Yeah. And uh, gotcha. through United yeah. Way. <laughs> Uh, through United Way. Yeah, yes. And and even this year, uh, they said, we're going to start the campaign early so people can can shift their donations to the Red Cross. Hmm. And, and it happens. I'm, I'm not, I'm, this isn't, this isn't to, sh- to, 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 to crap on uh, the Red Cross, obviously. It was just for the sake of discussion, obviously. But, yeah, uh, but it's interesting. We're not disparaging. No, no. Just, you weren't disparaging the, the Red Cross. The, the, yeah. the, the more I'm talking about it, I'm like, it sounds like I'm Stop really. Talking. Stop talking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, we can rewind this. He's, just, just, <laughs> he's not anti-Red Cross. He's anti-Fort McMurray. Right. And we, sure. <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, Allison, you're getting married this year. I am. Uh, not this year. year. Sorry. Next year. Can you tell me three things uh, that are kind of musts? For your wedding, like three things that absolutely must be for you. Um, open bar. Open bar. Oh, oh yeah, we talked like, about that. As a general, and I could name three things that fall under this, but sure. as a general, yeah, you know, must have like guests having fun is important to me because mm-hmm. yeah. I think in like I'm excited to get married, but like we live together and we have for a while. I think not a lot's going to change yeah. that way. Mm-hmm. It's just a big party with everyone we love. Um, so people having fun. I don't like when I'm a wedding guest and I feel inconvenienced mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. be there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, open bar, good party. Mm-hmm. Mm, Eric being there. Yeah. Oh, no, that, that, <laughs> that might that, be that the helps. most important. That, that was number yeah. one. <laughs> okay. Well, um, yeah, you went in a reverse order. <laughs> yeah. First um, was open bar. It was a top, it was a top three. <laughs> I went three, two, one. Yeah, yeah. And how uh, do you find yourself like, do you find it hard to use the word fiance? I hate that word. Mm, I find it quite pretentious and I use it like my fiance as much as I can because it just sounds really annoying. Do you have a word you prefer or do you just say boyfriend? Life partner. Ring giver. I don't. I still sometimes say boyfriend. That guy. Sometimes I say partner. Um, I don't like partner. Cohabitator. Partner is weird. Western is. Eric doesn't like partner either because he partner. thinks people think he's a woman, which is fine. <laughs> because, but, I did do that. My yeah. When I worked at a charity, my boss would say partner mm-hmm. like every day, talk about her partner. And I worked there for a year and a half, and I just like assumed she was a lesbian until I met her mm-hmm. her husband. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's insane. <laughs> There's a window into the mind of Keegan. Yeah. Partner. Man friend I, I isn't the worst. Man friend. That's pretty yeah. good. Man friend. It's not boyfriend. Yeah. Like a grown up. That makes it sound like you have a very adult relationship, though. Or it sounds like yeah, that's not what we have at all. (laughs) (laughs) Or it sounds like he's much older than you. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) sugar daddy, old man friend, (laughs) (laughs) something like that. And so you're about a year out now. We're about a year out. Are you planning now? We are. I thought we were like really getting a jump on things. Mm -hmm. Um, We booked our venue pretty early, and photographer, and now it's a year out, and it's like this is when people start planning. So. Um, which is crazy because yeah. it is crazy. Like how long do you want the venue? I'm like, I really haven't thought of timeline. Like <laughs> I have no idea. Just so. putting it out there. Do you want to maybe record a message to your future self oh. on this podcast? And then we can come to your wedding. We'll set up like a booth yeah. and we'll play this entire podcast, uh, during your, reception. or just that short clip. No, no I think we got higher podcast. Thing. You know, I don't really. <laughs> 
No. Okay. You just want to you're you want to wing it. We're going to play this part for you. Perfect. No, for the record, we're playing this podcast either way. Okay. <laughs> this is what I'm walking down the aisle to. Yeah. You can say something or you don't have to, but this podcast is going to be on repeat. Got it. <laughs> Whatever you sing right now will be your wedding song. Oh. Oh. Just not going to say. Anything. Or there's going to be silence. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're walking down to silence. That's what we decided. Do you have any definite no-nos for weddings or things you've seen at other weddings that you for sure are not going to be doing? Um, I don't enjoy a lot of the group dances like chicken dance. Oh yeah. Conga oh. line, not a fan of the conga line. I'm with you. Um Yeah, it's hard. Conga knows? lines are hard because it's inescapable. Like Yeah, like once you you're in it, you can't leave it. Conga line without seeming like you're well, mean. I can get out of conga line. <laughs> it's insulting. You're just, yeah. you're just like, get off. People, Don't touch me. People want you out of a conga line, Amon. That's true. Let's be honest. It. You know what else? <laughs> I'm thinking about things. I'm thinking about things I wouldn't have wanted at a wedding. And most of them are things you can't really, like you can't even say because you don't, <laughs> Please like, you don't want them. to offend people. And so if, Rob wants no Asians if they happen, <laughs> you're the MC. That's true. <laughs> It, oh, yeah. It's hard because people you like you working. Fam- yeah. <laughs> Family members really want certain things at a wedding. Yeah. And if you say you don't want them, they might get offended. Like oh, if there's yes. traditions they have and you're just like, I right. don't really want that. We had a, an issue, not an issue, but we had a discussion about the garter and how it's kind of an outdated Oh, I don't tradition. want that. That is insane. Oh. That That's a, a terrible thing. idea. Yeah. That's so weird. Like Julia didn't Sorry, want Sorry, did you do it? We did it, remember. but I did it. So I did it really like I didn't go under her dress. Yeah, I that's like, pulled messed it off up. And, like, it was two don't. seconds. Yeah. It's, like it's such a weird thing. Yeah. But her mom was <laughs> oh my God. like really wanted it because she wanted like the, the fairy tale wedding. And that's, <laughs> listen, and that's, that's part a part of the of fairy tale. Is well, yeah, like, it's so weird. But yeah, it's really strange. There's a lot of stuff. Yeah, there's a lot of like traditions. Like I was talking to my mom about a timeline and i was like yeah because some people do pictures and stuff before the ceremony just for like ease of getting stuff done mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> and we, we did pictures uh, before and after yeah and he, he, she was like well he, he can't see you like before the ceremony and i'm like that's from the days of arranged marriages <laughs> yeah in case he thought she was too ugly and didn't go through with it well, like i'm not incorporating that, really that into my wedding yeah yeah oh, man so anyway, it's mind. just, it's weird stuff like that. And it's not even necessarily a tradition in our family. It's just like yeah, what yeah. people it's think just, a wedding should mm-hmm. be. So anyway, the whole night's full of stuff like that. Yeah. Like even feeding, looking forward to feeding that. like smushing cake on <laughs> not doing the that. person's face. You're just listing all the things where, yeah, wow. <laughs> how, do, how do you feel about babies at weddings? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we will lean towards not. Mm-hmm. And it's actually largely a matter of just like numbers. Mm-hmm. Like we have a lot of friends that have recently had children. And so it'd be a lot of like right. one and two year olds mm-hmm. and like 30 of them. Baby food is really expensive. So that too. especially, yeah, catered baby food. Like for real? I've, I've never looked at it. I was <laughs> like, you seem really serious. It's $10 a jar. <laughs> um, so yeah, like, yeah. I'm le- I'm we're just getting now, your gears. We're getting uh, your gears going. You have yep. time to decide. But excellent. <laughs> how do you feel about flowers? <laughs> I enjoy flowers. Uh-huh. I don't enjoy how expensive they are. Uh, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Which is insane. Yeah. Yeah. The, the trick insane. is, say we're having a we're having a corporate a spring corporate party, yeah. and uh, we need some flowers. Not for a wedding. Just oh, just right. a regular yeah, party. Wedding. The wedding tax. You go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I mean, people say that, and there is that to some extent, like in. But some there's places. also negotiating. But there's also most people just aren't used to feeding 150 people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like it's just expensive. Like we did our gala and it was like, it just costs a lot of money to feed that many people. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it's not, you don't really think about the math of it, but yeah, yeah, for sure. It's not, they didn't jack up the price. Cause I said it was a wedding chicken. Yeah. Like right. <laughs> <laughs> of, um, of all things. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're, we're running up on time. Okay. Now we have the option to do that last segment that we talked about, or we can skip it. It's up to you, Ali. I can't remember what it was. The, the, where you asked us a question. Oh. I asked the questions around here is what we call it. Let's do it. Yeah. All right. All right. Give her. Um, so one question, the three of us will answer the same question. Simultaneously. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> if you could have any instrument follow you around doing your theme song, Ooh. who? what would it be? What instrument would it be and why? Ooh. Saxophone. <laughs> because... Playing that one song? Because I'm sexy. 
that you want that one song playing at all times the uh, one the most famous saxophone sax song sax uh, maybe is that what oh, it's called I know what I, I'm, I'm thinking of careless whisper <laughs> yeah i think yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah that's that's the first thing that went through my mind so yeah. there you go just have that playing the entire yeah. time might be a drum for sure you should be a yeah, love me a good because you just line. want it to be like really labor intensive yeah. for the guy following yeah. you yeah. <laughs> But I like, what uh, would inconvenience somebody? I, have a, I, I, have a, I really like drums a lot. Mm. I love a good drum solo mm. in kind of any genre of music. Like, I, I you had drums at your parents' house. Yeah, this is my, right. my baby brothers. I never um, had the dexterity or commitment to learn how to right. play them. That's why you want one following you around. Yeah. Yeah. Would you ever want a tuba following you around? <laughs> no, I don't invite the comparison. <laughs> <laughs> the worst possible instrument to follow you around. Yeah, yeah what about you, Rob? I would have to pick an acoustic guitar, just like have oh, that'd be lovely. strumming. And you're, a, you're a nerd. You're so much. There's so it's much. It's pretty versatile. Yeah, there's yeah. so much you can do with it. Yeah, yeah. they could score my entire life. Where yeah. Keegan's got like it's all Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> but you could just have a guitar follow you around. It's called I could. carrying a guitar. Phil Collins. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, on the drums. I think he means the <laughs> the one song. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> In I the airline, I'm picturing just uh, a suspect reference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got you. Though. It's like apparently oh. I don't know who Phil Collins is. <laughs> yeah, World famous drummer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. What about you, Ali? Uh, I I thought I asked the question. Yeah, right but here. but now you have to oh, answer you didn't your tell own. me that part. Yeah, we, I know that I we trick. We always turn it around on them and they never see it coming. Oh. So really, it's just another way to trick our guests. Yeah. We yep. get them to come up with one more question. <laughs> it's funny how difficult it is for the it guests is. to answer, though, right? Eh? Yeah. yeah. Every time. Huh. <laughs> Let's, uh... This is a good I'm going to go with uh, stand-up bass, because Ooh. I would just, like, walk really fast, and they wouldn't be able to follow me. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you, you asked for this, and yet you're going to run away from it. I like it. No, yeah, it's right. me not liking the question. Okay. 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 <laughs> that's all right. So with that, we'll... Uh, we're we're about to end the episode, but we'll let you promote uh, Ottawa Network for education. For education, thank you. Um, so, what's the website again? Uh, it's o n f e dash r o p e dot c a, or you can just Google Ottawa Network for Education, um, and you shall find us. Okay, and anything for anything else to promote? No, no. You, you said no. you had some new music or something coming out. Is uh, my EP is uh, <laughs> dropping next Friday. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> SOP shout out. Sounds a little shout out. Okay, okay, there you go. You gotta start paying us. I think. Yeah, uh, we should. Uh, yeah. Do they have they cards should. at the front too? No, 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 just us. <laughs> <laughs> they tried, and we, we threw them out the window. Them out. Uh, Rob, where can the listeners find us? Listeners can head to ottawatpodcast.com to find episodes of the podcast. You can also find Ottawa News. And uh, we're on Twitter at Ottawa Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Ottawa. And iTunes, uh, you can listen to the podcast. Said podcast give us a rating. Times. Podcast. If people are, are listening when they have found you? Not necessarily on iTunes. Okay. If you, if you go to the website. Some people have su- subscribed. Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. Yeah. Cool. Um, Leave us a review if, if you made if it to good. this far. Exactly. Yeah. Or Keegan, what's Ottawa News? Ottawa News is our satire news site. In case you don't have an hour to stand and listen to something, you can read through uh, like a two-paragraph yeah. thing making fun of something that happened in Ottawa. I think the average page view length for those, mm-hmm. the news ones, is like 22 seconds. So if oh, you have really? 22 seconds to spare, Very nice. you can go read some fun satire. Yeah, and so it's, it's all it has fake. So it's assuming people read to Don't worry about <laughs> it, but go uh, just like Ottawa. It's on our website as well. Yeah. Yep. And if you have a, a story idea or you want to get involved, send us an email as well. Perfect. And Mail with, at ottawapodcast.com. There it is. And with that, uh, it's your time to shine. Ottawa?